Episode 468. Welcome. Yes, you read the title of this episode correctly. I did not make a mistake when I named it your to-don't list. And I was inspired to bring you this unique concept by a recent article I read on TED.com, which in turn was inspired by Adam Grant, author of books like Originals and Option B. I also listened to his podcast called Work Life with Adam Grant for an interesting perspective on how to make work more enjoyable. And I'm fascinated by the idea of a to-don't list. You know I like the to-do list. Most of us high achievers do, but it also helps people who are otherwise very disorganized and have a hard time getting things accomplished. Studies have shown that people perform better when they have written down what they need to do. To-do lists give us structure. They help us prioritize. They break down big, overwhelming projects into smaller and more manageable tasks. And they keep us on time and on schedule. Well, ideally, if we follow what we write down. I have things on my to-do list that I have not done anything with in months. But I think everyone's favorite part is when we get to check things off our list. Writing them down may feel good. It gives us clarity on what needs to get done and maybe some motivation to get it done. But then the list really is a nuisance. Seeing it is like running into a nagging relative who always has to remind us of everything we have promised to help them out with, but haven't shown up for yet. So yes, the best part is when we finally can cross something off that list. Just this alone is motivation enough. I mean, I have completed tasks just so I can show some progress on my long list. It's an eyesore for me, similar to an inbox full of unread emails. Getting stuff done feels great, but then visually seeing that we did them is even better. It's confirmation and praise. It's a pad on our own back. But for many of us, our to-do lists get longer and longer. It's not always a bad thing. It can be a sign of our growth and success. We find more of what makes us happy, so we want to do it. But it can become overwhelming because the moment may come where our lists run us instead of us controlling them. We are only chasing the checkoffs and we stop thinking about the meaning of the task for our life. I try to control my weekly tasks and keep them to a few critical items. But sometimes my list just keeps growing. It's already Wednesday and I'm still adding on things to do for the same week. So when I read about the two don't lists, I was curious. But I also was a little suspicious. Another list? But as I read through the article, which basically features Adam's two don'ts, I realized I already have that list. Just not written out. But in my mind, I have two don'ts. I think we all do. Those are things that we know we should say no to. The issue is, we are much more lax when it comes to following that list. We give in, we procrastinate, we say yes to too many things. And don't we all do that? This is where the list can come in handy. A to-do list helps us prioritize and get stuff done. A to-don't list does the same. It helps us focus on the important stuff by eliminating the unimportant ones, those that suck our time, those that keep us from doing what matters, 
those that don't help us in any way on our quest. For me, there are small and larger things on my currently still only on my mental to-do list. Don't eat after 8 p.m. because then it's hard for me to get a good night's rest which affects my effectiveness the next day. Don't read a text message the minute it pops up. I try to wait a little bit. Partially, I want to delay the gratification. But then I also just don't want to be interrupted by whatever direction the message will pull me into. And something bigger that I've been working on. I won't say yes or no to requests before taking the time to think about how they fit into my priorities. It is so easy to get pulled into coffee invitations, happy hours, hanging out at my house, and so on. These are all great things, but most of the time, I could use that time more productively. Find what it is in your life that needs more boundaries. Maybe you want to work out early mornings, but you cannot get to bed before midnight, and that is preventing you from getting up early. A possible to-don't could be not to watch TV late at night. Find the thing that holds you back from achieving your goal. Those are your to-don'ts. There might be many, but pick one or two or three, those that will make the greatest impact. Here are the four that Adam Grant shares. One, helping everyone who asks. I think many of us have this issue. We have our big to-do list in front of us, ready to be tackled. But then a friend calls and needs help moving, and we say yes. We want to help, we want to be nice, and we feel guilty when we say no. Here's what I do to prevent most of such requests in the first place. That way, I don't even have to go through the painful process of having to say no. I communicate with all my close friends about the things I've going on in my life. Currently, most of my friends know that on the weekends, I'm in the mountains climbing. This coming Sunday, I'm hosting an invited rehearsal for the speech I've been working on for months. My climbing partner knows this, and even though we're planning a big trip for the weekend after next, he already acknowledged that he understands that I cannot currently focus on that by reading maps or planning anything. So when you have big projects you want to tackle, inform your friends. Hey, the next few weekends I will be quiet because I'm working on this or that. Just like when you go on a vacation. Nobody will ask you to help move when you're gone. The same applies to your goals. You are gone, away and working on things. Keep a door open for special requests that you will help out with. Know what those are. Maybe a family member is currently in the hospital and you do want to be available for that person. 2. Mindlessly engaging with screens We all need a to-don't list for our screens, Grant avoids getting on his phone or computer unless he has a specific plan for what he's going to do with them. This is one of the reasons I don't watch TV anymore. I just don't know what's on, and I don't feel like wasting my time searching for something interesting. I grew up this way. We read the TV program in the paper, and then we turned the TV on during the time that we wanted to watch our selected programs. When I come home at night, often tired from the gym, I find it easy to just plop in front of my computer. It's automatic. I flip the monitor up and I get lost in a screen. But now, 
I try to think about my evening in the car on the way back from the gym. I mentally set a plan on what I will do when I get home. What are your temptations when it comes to screens, to email, general internet usage, and social media? Stop yourself from succumbing by creating a to-don't list around them. 3. Putting work ahead of family. We have busy lives and sometimes our family suffers. Grant tries to reserve the hours from 3 to 7 p.m. on weekdays as a solid block for family time. My family time is my weekend climbing time. I work hard all week to be able to escape for an entire weekend. My new climbing partner is committing a lot of time to our projects and to my learning, so I better honor that. You too. Your to-don't might be not to work on weekends so you can spend quality time with your family. Lastly, Grant seems to have an addiction with Scrabble because his number four is playing online Scrabble. It's a to-don't for him. Sounds like he does it only with his sister on her birthday, which is once a year. We all have our little escapes where we like to get lost. Sometimes we need to set a limit before they take over. For me, it's probably Instagram. I don't really play online games. I also need to monitor my podcast listening activities. As they are piling up in my app, they are like another to-do list. I'm learning to let go of the notion that I need to be caught up on listening to all of them all the time. Currently, I don't listen to any as I'm preparing for my speech every time I'm in the car. Creating a to-don't list may help you hold yourself accountable to your most important endeavors. It can be a sticky note on your bathroom mirror or a reminder on your calendar. But I suggest to give it a try, especially when you have too many things on your list or you just have too much going on in your life. The only way to move forward is to narrow them down and get rid of some of the less important tasks, at least for a while. And instead of trying to get more done, be on the lookout for the things that you cannot do. Decide what is not important and decide what doesn't add any real benefit to your day. And maybe manage your priorities that way. Give it a try and see how it goes. Your to-don't list. Much love. <laughs>